0: Live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios, this is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network.
1: Well, thank you, Adam, and welcome to episode 19 of Noise Reduction. I am your host, Nelson Negron, and I am here with my wonderful, amazing, kickboxing extraordinary.
0: You've lost your mind. What do you do, Nelson? Where do you work?
1: <laughs> well, I got distracted. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the president and wealth management advisor at Provident Oak Financial here in Clear Lake, and you I are. I am <laughs> <You> Brianna <are. laughs>
0: Negron, and I'm the CEO and the client relationship manager at Provident Oak Financial. And today we are going to bring you 20 weird financial facts about Christmas.
1: So you're just cutting off my entire intro. I am. B- yeah.
0: I'm, I'm trying to keep you focused.
1: Well, that's already gone out the window.
0: We have 20 facts and 24 minutes, (laughs) so I'm going to need you to stay with me. Well,
1: okay. I guess. (laughs) Go ahead. If you're listening, this is your first time. Thanks for joining us. If you've been listening, be patient. We appreciate (laughs) our loyal listeners. We really do. Thank you very much for coming back, and I hope you get some enjoyment out of these 20 weird facts about Christmas.
0: Yeah, this is kind of a fun one. Just some silly... Financial facts yeah
1: all, all of our other eighteen episodes were boring, and just this one's fun <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, start us off with number one number one
1: number one all right uh lots of people are getting debt for Christmas, you know it's like like the little, little the little girl that said she, all, all she wanted for Christmas was her two front teeth, And yes. you know, a lot of people are just getting debt
0: so dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So in 2017, the Money Life wax founder Josh Hastings came across the following. One huge fact I found interesting was that the average consumer during Christmas time will spend close to one thousand dollars on gifts. He said, adding that an alarming four in ten will go into debt to do so. Now this is you know 2017. Obviously, it's I'm gone sure up it's all a lot more now. It has, um, but. I mean, not only is $1,000 on gifts kind of like, okay, wow. And I'm sure we all do it. But the four in 10 going into debt to do so was kind of like.
1: Eesh. 40% of people go into debt for Christmas.
0: Yeah. And like we talked about in the last podcast, they're getting their debt hangover for, for a <laughs> <another laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, there so. you
1: go. They're getting two gifts. Yes. They're getting Gift debt keeps and for months. hangover. All right. <laughs> so getting... number two, Christmas is downloading. Please wait.
0: Yeah, so I didn't know this. So Christmas Day sees more app downloads than any other day of the year. Um, you know, obviously people get smartphones and tablets and all these things, and I guess they just go crazy with downloading all the apps.
1: Yeah. Well, not only that, think about all the video games that people get. Oh, yeah. You know, and all this stuff that has to be downloaded, you know, from the PlayStation Store or Xbox Live. I don't know if they consider know.
0: those apps, though.
1: Well, no, but in the theme of Christmas is downloading. That's a lot of internet bandwidth that's being used to download Christmas gifts.
0: Uh, true. I'm sure it's struggling on Christmas. So yeah, instead of so spending painful. time with our family, we're all downloading apps.
1: Yeah. When I'm online, <laughs> it's going slow because Billy next door is downloading stuff. And I'm like, come on, Billy, it's Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't even know who Billy is. I don't either. <laughs> all right,
1: Number three.
0: Tis better to give. So a recent study commissioned by TD Ameritrade uh, sought to find out how different groups spend their holiday money and who they spend it on. So when it comes to giving gifts, the Ameritrade study found that most people are planning to buy presents for their kids and spouses. 59% of respondents said that they'll be buying presents for either kids, spouse, or both. So that kind of made sense to me. I mean, 59% of them are buying for their family.
1: I'm surprised it's that low. That's true. You I think, think it'd be like
0: 89%.
1: Or <laughs> 99%. True. Especially, you know, what they say, you know, half happy wife, happy life. So hmm. you would, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty low.
0: So kids, spouse, or both, they're not, hmm.
1: And if it's kids, then it better be both, right?
0: You can't just buy for a favorite child. No, You're not supposed to have a favorite child.
1: No, if you buy for kids, you better buy for your spouse too.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> but if you're going to buy for your spouse, you can skip your kids. No, no, no. Okay.
0: You know, with me, that I'd rather you buy something for our kids. <laughs> I know. <so.
1: laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I would. Kill but them.
1: no, point is, is I actually found that very uh, surprisingly low, uh, a surprisingly low number in my my. So then,
0: who are they buying them for? If it's only fifty nine percent,
1: parents, I
0: guess. Hmm. Well, I guess
1: that. Well, no, I don't know. You I have, don't you'll know. have to call up. You know, I TD, want to see a TD, call TD, TD Ameritrade and say,
0: okay, who are they buying them for?
1: No, well, not anymore, because uh, Schwab bought TD Ameritrade. Right, but so I need really answers. Find, well, you Somebody can't, has you to can't ask answers. TD Ameritrade anymore. <laughs> <sighs> so, so what's number four? So
0: now we know where they were all going. So how to get your paws on some great gifts. Be a pet. Maybe that's where they're buying the gifts for. Um, if you were concerned that only humans are getting presidents, worry no more. Ameritrade found that 20% of people were buying for their pets. And no matter what you're thinking, this is not a millennial thing. Uh, 27% of Gen X responders said they're planning to buy gifts for their pets, and only 22% of millennials are.
1: Something so. tells me that this kind of goes with number three a little bit.
0: yeah. So maybe I mean, they're, not buying, they're not buying presents for their spouse or kids They're buying them for the dog?
1: No. <laughs> I saying, Is that they,
0: what you're they, saying? No. That's awful. No. Here, Fido, here's no. a bone. Sorry, kids. You got cool. Seriously?
1: No. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I'm I, no, I meant that maybe they're buying a puppy for the kids for Christmas and then they have to buy stuff for the puppy as well.
0: That's not what it says. No. It says they're buying presents for their pets.
1: Well... Yeah, but I'm just saying that they have to buy presents for the puppy that they're giving to the kids so the puppy has stuff to play with. I don't know. No?
0: But that's horrible.
1: (laughs) Why is it horrible?
0: Because they're buying puppy presents and no kid presents.
1: Well, no, it only said, you know, the the thing, the study only said 20%.
0: I guess. Yeah, it's not
1: like they're skip, well.
0: We know. There's only 59% of people buying them for their spouse and kids. Hmm.
1: So if you're not buying it for your pet... And you're not buying it for your kids or your spouse, then again, who are you buying presents for?
0: That brings us to number five. Uh oh. Have yourself. Yourself. A Hashtag little we little Christmas. There go we go again. again. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> turns out millennials are the most likely to buy a gift for themselves. Forty-two percent of millennials respondents looked to treat themselves. Um, it says that older generation may judge them but after another year of dealing with massive student loan debt stagnant wages and inconsistent benefits they feel they deserve something nice so it's back to that hashtag treat yourself thing so maybe that's what they're doing they're buying themselves a gift and puppies a gift but not their spouse or kids
1: man that's still a big number
0: (laughs) I don't know
1: (laughs) that's still a big number of people that are not buying presents for their
0: maybe they were single and they don't only have a dog I mean they don't tell you like if these were all people that were surveyed that were married
1: well yeah and I guess it could be if you also take into consideration the kids that are buying presents
0: Mm
1: -hmm. you know like us we would have one more kid than parent buying gifts so they'd be buying it for us
0: And I do buy our dogs Christmas gifts. I know. And they have puppy advent calendars this year that I've been eyeing. Oh,
1: boy. You remember that whole budget thing? Yeah, I'm adding it in. It's on the list. Don't worry. It's part of the budget. Part of the... Okay.
0: So So number six. Yeah,
1: number six.
0: It's you. You can read this one.
1: Bah humbug. (laughs) So Office Scrooge. Uh, So planning to get some nice gifts for your coworkers? I just know it may be... Unrequited. Unrequited. Mm-hmm. What kind of word is that? <laughs> <laughs> Who talks like that anymore? <laughs> Better
0: than trying to say quo. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> if you have no idea what we're talking about, go back to episode...
0: Two ago. Two. 16. 17. 17. <laughs> 17.
1: 17, our special election one. And yeah. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. That was fun, too. So... Um, just know that it may be unrequired. Can we say that instead? Because I don't know who uses whatever. the word unrequited.
0: Anyways, at 14%. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: at 14%, percent coworker was the category the fewest respondents said they were planning to buy gifts for. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. And if maybe if you're in one of those office situations where they're talking about, oh, you know, everybody's exchanging gifts, blah, 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 blah. Um, blah. Blah, blah blah
0: back to your Scrooge Grinch uh-huh. thing yeah
1: maybe bring up the idea of doing a white elephant Christmas hmm. so that way you only have to buy one gift
0: well that's usually what they do isn't it or like a secret Santa thing at the office or a
1: secret Santa yeah something like that to where you're just buying one gift instead of buying gifts for everybody
0: I feel like we should have gifts for coworkers at our office Add that to the list
1: I'll, uh, I'll bring it up at the next board meeting mm-hmm. and we'll discuss it mm-hmm. and uh, maybe run it up the chain.
0: Yeah, I know the boss. <laughs> so uh, number he, seven. He's not, he's not
1: very keen on those kind of ideas. I can, I'm pretty sure. He's
0: Scrooge. Yeah, but anyways. Well. <laughs> so number seven. This goes right along. Tis the season to be guilty.
1: Guilty? Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So the TD Ameritrade study also asked people whether or not they felt guilty about their Christmas purchases. 63% do not feel guilty about their Christmas purchases, but there was a big generational split. 81% of boomers don't feel guilty about the Christmas purchases, but 62% of millennials do. Gen Xers are in the middle with 64% not feeling guilty. So maybe the people that aren't feeling guilty didn't go into massive debt for it.
1: That's And that's what I would... Um kind of gather from this is uh, you know when we think about the generational differences there baby boomers are not big into going into the debt Mm-mm. you know they're they are going to pay cash uh for whatever they're buying they budget better um just because of their uh you know their background their upbringing that you know that kind of thing so um, and they bought
0: your christmas gifts back in january when they went on sale from last christmas and they've been in the closet
1: my mom does that yep <laughs>
0: Complete planning. It's like,
1: but mom, that went out of style last year. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You wanted it last year. It was on sale. You're
0: getting it this year. But but there's no guilt.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, You know, it's kind of funny that Gen Xers are in the middle there Mm -hmm. um, because they're in the middle generationally. Was that a word? Generationally?
0: I don't know. Was it the proper use of that word? You're the one being all skeptical in the wording here.
1: Skeptic.
0: or Skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) Skeptical. So critical, crit- okay. Well. Critical,
1: <laughs> and then you know we we understand millennials to an extent um, are a little bit more. Um, uh, what's the word? What's the, the the word I'm looking for?
0: I don't know. I can't even think of the words I'm looking for right now. I'm too tired. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we said we we weren't going to record podcast after kickboxing yeah. anymore, and, and we, we just keep and doing it. We just it. keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Well. um, uh, instant gratification comes to mind. Oh, when yes. it comes to millennials. Definitely. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't know anything about that.
1: So number eight <laughs> is bright Christmas lights big city. So what does that mean?
0: So there was a study done by the Chamber of Commerce that found out that there's a pretty big difference in the average price of a Christmas tree depending on what state you live in. So Christmas trees are their most expensive in New York. Which we all know pretty much everything's more expensive in New York, but on average, and I'm probably gonna just hack this because this tree's complicated. Uh, <laughs> you gave me this one. It's Manny Tannabomb.
1: You got the ten? Yeah.
0: Tannabomb.
1: Tannabomb. That's right.
0: We'll set you back ninety dollars for a so, tree. Yeah. So I'm kind of a tree concerned.
1: that's gonna die in like a week.
0: Well, the thing is, because we've gone to the Christmas tree places, and I don't feel like that's any more expensive than what's going on here in Houston. I mean, a decent-sized tree, even just for a regular spruce, a blue spruce, green, whatever, they all seem to be around 100 bucks, unless you want one that's like two feet tall. So, I don't, I don't see
1: the problem with getting a two-foot tall Christmas tree.
0: But it goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Scrooge. But anyways, <laughs> this goes right into number nine, money doesn't grow on trees where it says the cheapest Christmas tree you can find in America is actually North Dakota. And it says Christmas trees are about $33 a pop on average. So uh, at that price, you might as well get one for your dog.
1: Here we go buying gifts for dogs again.
0: Maybe they need their own tree, decorated in treats. and I don't Why?
1: Know. So they can lift their leg on it?
0: <laughs> Our dogs would, too. <laughs> yeah, I know they would.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All I know is it reminds me of Christmas vacation and where they go and get the humongous Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, maybe that... I mean, there's probably trees everywhere in North Dakota, so they're cheaper like that. Like here, we can't just go out and get a tree. So, I don't know. I wish our trees were $33. We'd have one for every room, but anyways.
1: But, you know, big picture, a a real tree tends to be cheaper than a fake tree. So, that's a good thing for the budget. True. Unless you decide to be, you know, a Griswold... And get you know that doesn't even fit in your house
0: that would be so awesome we need to do that one year but anyways <laughs> <laughs>
1: number 10 all right wed wed red. wed 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 <laughs> i can't even say it red white and green so uh okay so now you you know where to get the cheapest and most expensive trees but what is the national average it turns out it's about right in the middle between new york and uh, new york on the high side and south dakota on the low side uh, a good old american 6 foot christmas tree will set you back on average about 60 bucks
0: i wish not here
1: not here where did you get this study from <laughs> cuz something tells me that the, this person didn't know what they were talking about
0: they do it's it's, it's actually a <laughs> study by the chamber of commerce uh, the
1: us chamber of commerce All right.
0: So anyways, (laughs) number 11, what a card. So Christmas is still the biggest time of the year for greeting cards. In 2016, and this is, you know, obviously a few years ago, and I'm sure it's gone up, but 1.6 billion Christmas cards were sent. And that's just retail cards. That doesn't even count the homemade cards, e-cards, photographs, all that kind of stuff. So just typical paper cards you buy, 1.6 billion Lot of cards
1: that's a lot of paper
0: true it's a lot of trees
1: yeah just think of how many christmas trees were killed in the making of all those cards
0: here we go <laughs> <laughs> stand target
1: hey i'm all for e-cards just send me an e-card in the email in an email i'm good you i'm know,
0: not i want a handcrafted thoughtful card Does
1: i don't think me? hallmark makes those
0: no
1: well then I, I don't i'm not sure what to do then yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> Number 12. That's what you can
1: do. Santa Claus is coming to the bank. Okay. What? All right. So uh, Santa has a big job, obviously. We know that. He has to travel around the whole world in one night. I can do that. I mean, that's, Mm -hmm. that's, I do that every day. Mm -hmm. Or every night. Mm -hmm. Okay. But uh, it sounds exhausting, obviously. Uh, So what does a job like that pay? Uh, The average hourly wage of a mall Santa is. $30 $30 an hour. We're
0: but in the, the Elite Santa
1: is, what's that? We're in the wrong industry. Yeah, Keep right? going with Elite Santa. <laughs> so, an Elite Santa, I'm not sure what an Elite Santa is. Maybe he has like purple trim on his. No. Those are like the top of the line. Gold trim on his beard. No. no. No gold flakes or nothing. No. No, okay.
0: Those are the top of the line Santa's, the ones they use for special photo shoots, the ones that have the authentic beards that really it's Oh, really they grow their Santa's. own beard. No it's, no, it's more than that. They've oh. got that little twinkle in their eye. But, anyways, what do they make an hour?
1: I can stick a twinkle in my eye. Just never mind. Okay, so <laughs> they make seventy five dollars an hour.
0: Again, I'm saying, like, I feel like we're in the wrong industry. Like,
1: so if I put on, should have been a Santa. If I put on one hundred and fifty pounds,
0: you're gonna have to stop kickboxing. I <laughs> need a whole lot more carts.
1: Uh So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's a lot. Of, that's that's probably the craziest thing I've I've seen so far on this list.
0: The $75 an hour 70, being an elite Santa? Well, I mean,
1: well, I guess it is worth it thinking about the fact that of all those kids you have to have sitting on your lap and, yeah. Yeah, that's true. It reminds Screaming me of the, it's and It's like the snotty. Santa from Christmas Story where <laughs> he's like, oh, the Shoots kids are him freaking out. He kicks them down the slide. Yeah, that's
0: funny. How do you think he <laughs> was he an elite Santa? I don't know. I thought he was. I don't know what he'd make an hour to kick kids down the slide, so <laughs> I don't know. i
1: do it for free. But anyway.
0: So number 13. <laughs> You've heard about The Elf in the Shelf. We have. We have one at our house every year, and I will for like 100 million years. When I have grandkids, our elf and his elf wife and his elf children will all be there. So,
1: Oh, boy.
0: Our elf even has pets. But anyways, that's another podcast. So Will Ferrell took his place in the Christmas movie Hall of Fame when he appeared in the movie Elf, which I love that movie. We watch it every year. However, he did not want up appear in the sequel. Whether it was creative differences or lack of script... Beryl turned down $29 million to appear in a sequel. So if you're really desperate for an elf sequel, you're going to need to offer him at least 30000000 million.
1: I'd have done it for three.
0: Yeah, but you wouldn't have been the same. That movie was so good. He was perfect.
1: I could say it's Santa. I know him. <laughs> I mean, I could do that. Or eat a bowl full of Skittles and...
0: Syrup on a syrup spaghetti? And spaghetti. I couldn't, I would throw up. You <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it makes my stomach go. Oh.
1: All right, so number 14. Yeah,
0: it rolls right into number 14.
1: Uh, oh, it does. Mm-hmm. All I want for Christmas is 462. Four hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. So just as Will Ferrell managed to create a modern day entry into Christmas Pantheon. Mariah Carey may be the most recent artist to create a true new Christmas classic song with All I Want for Christmas is you.
0: Wow, she made some money on that. She gets four hundred and sixty-two thousand dollars in royalties each year. Imagine I'd have done it for two. (laughs) I'm gonna say you probably wouldn't have had the same effect as Mariah Carey, but I
1: could sing like Mariah Carey. Here, want me try it?
0: Nope. Let's go on to number 15. Okay. Your name's in it. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) A Scrooge loose? Mm Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? You tell me. You tell me. Oh, I tell you? You tell me. Me tell you.
0: It is a Scrooge thing, so go ahead. All right.
1: The most expensive Christmas movie ever made starred Jim Carrey. And no, it wasn't The Grinch.
0: Which is amazing to me. But anyways, go ahead.
1: Holiday hoobity-whuddy?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. That was the only. That's the only line I know from that movie. That's I, I know. I, yeah,
0: we need to watch it more. But keep going. no, we don't.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was the CGI version of A Christmas Carol. At 190 million, it costs more to make than the original Iron Man movie.
0: It's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of CGI in Iron Man. I know. And A Christmas Carol that people maybe watch a
0: couple times once. a year. Well, you usually watch it a couple times, probably, but yeah.
1: Where Iron Man, you could watch that like once a week.
0: Yeah, no, I think I've seen it once. But, anyways. <laughs> Number 16. <laughs> all right. You know Dasher and Dancer.
1: And Prancer and.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep going.
1: Something. something <laughs> you don't even know them all, do you? Something. 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 But, do you read. Oh. Okay, go ahead.
0: (laughs) So, if you wanted to start your own Santa operation, you could theoretically get a reindeer for as cheap as $1,000. Huh.
1: And yes, Doug, reindeer are real.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. It's a real thing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's going to kill us for he that. He's going to kill us for okay. that.
1: He can kill me. So okay.
0: 11 more of these complete with the feed and a place to keep them in a sleigh and flying lessons. And you'll be on your way to delivering toys to the children of the world in no time. So if you want Santa's job, just buy some reindeer that fly. Good luck with that part.
1: But Yeah, but then you got to organize it with the elf union. And mm. it, yeah, that, that gets kind of tricky.
0: There's a lot to that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that their hot cocoa is patented. They only work for a certain kind of hot cocoa. I've seen the movies.
1: Which movie is that?
0: Santa Claus. Oh, (laughs) Jesus.
1: That's the one with Tim Allen, right? Yeah. Okay. All right.
0: (laughs) So number 17. Go ahead.
1: I guess it's been a while since I've seen that
0: one.
1: Door Stopper or Cake. Is this one about (laughs) fruitcake?
0: Yeah, sure is.
1: (laughs) Everyone seems to complain about Christmas fruitcakes, but they keep being sold, so someone must be buying them. However, no one bought the world's most expensive fruitcake. Uh, at $1.72 million, it was created to be displayed in a Japanese department store. What makes it so expensive? A whole bunch of diamonds. So maybe don't try to eat it.
0: Yeah, they made fruitcake with diamonds. That's Why? Not a, that's
1: not a fruitcake. That's a diamond cake. I don't know. That, is, that doesn't make sense.
0: It's an expensive doorstop. That's what I was thinking. <laughs>
1: Are they using it as a doorstop? No, it's just a display. That's, okay.
0: I don't know. My dad liked that stuff. Doorstops? Fruitcakes. Oh, fruitcakes. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. (laughs) So number 18.
0: (laughs) Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, you are very tall. So we were just talking about the Griswold Christmas. Um, So the world's tallest natural Christmas tree was actually erected in Seattle in December of 1950 and was over 221 feet tall. It was a real tree.
1: I uh, that, that don't have anything to add to that. That's, <laughs> it that's goes for,
0: well, it rolls right into number 19, so you can say that one.
1: Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, you're fake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're artificial, Oh, fake.
1: Ah, eh, fakes easier to say. True. All right. If you thought that uh, the Seattle Christmas tree was tall, just wait until you hear about the world's largest artificial Christmas tree. It was 263 feet
0: tall.
1: 236. Oh, sorry. 236. Mm-hmm.
0: sorry. Right. Keep your facts, right?
1: <laughs> it was erected in Sri Lanka. So sure. that, Sri Lanka? S- S- huh? Sri
0: Lanka? Is that what Sri Lanka. I think that's the name of
1: Sirlinka, it. Sri Lanka, Lanka, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Let's just call the whole thing off.
0: I feel like they only made it a little bit bigger just so it was bigger than that natural one. That's kind of lousy.
1: Uh, well, yeah. That's the point. of. If you're going to make it fake, you might as well make it bigger.
0: Just to make it a little bit better. Whatever. I like real trees. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so I don't think anybody anyways. ever figured that by listening to that reaction.
0: <laughs> and so with that, we go to number 20 with That's a Wreck. Somehow Americans spend $7 billion on wrapping paper each year. Why? Just use the newspaper comic strips. Well, we don't really have newspaper comics much anymore, but yeah, I like that brown paper. You can't
1: really take your cell phone and wrap it around a gift. No. Or your tablet and wrap it around a gift.
0: I like that brown, like, wrap, what is it, like the package paper? It used to be, like...
1: Like brown uh, grocery bags?
0: <laughs> yeah, but now you have to pay a bunch of money for it because it's a yeah, thing.
1: Cause it, yeah, because it...
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, like packing twine. And it yeah. is. Yeah. That's my favorite. Very simple. But that's it. That was our number 20.
1: That was number 20.
0: <laughs> so we went through 20 weird financial facts about Christmas. And I hope you guys enjoyed them. Some of them were weird. Some if of them anything, were surprising.
1: This was probably the weirdest episode we've ever done. Mm.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> we just at the bar. The weird? Yeah. Now we need to go a little bit more each time.
1: Mm. I think we'll end up losing listeners if we do that. That's true. I mean, they probably think that this podcast is weird as it is. That's true. <laughs> so.
0: But we just wanted to start off December with a little bit of fun and yeah. try to get into the Christmas or holiday spirit. And we hope you enjoyed it. I hope, If nothing else, maybe you have some fun facts to share at a Christmas party that you're at or around the family table when you're all downloading apps for Christmas. So thank you for listening. Just don't use my bandwidth. <laughs> Don't slow down it. his internet. He Don't needs it for his video head. games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. So thank you for listening. Yeah. If you have a question or a comment, I'm sure people have comments they keep to themselves. <laughs> you can Don't
1: keep them to yourselves. We want to hear them.
0: We want to hear them. You can email us at info at providentoak.com. You can find us on Facebook, um, noise reduction podcast. There's a couple of noise reductions, but there's only one real one. Uh, we're the little guy with the coffee cup. Message me on there. I respond pretty quick. Um, if you want to reach out to our our company page, it's uh, www.providentoak.com. We'll bring you right to us. Info uh, at providentoak.com if you our, want to send an email. already said that. You did? Mm-hmm. But I, now they got it twice. They got it twice. That's
1: fine. I'm sure I, I was listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure they had it again.
0: And we just all hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and that you're just really enjoying this December and you take time to slow down and just enjoy what's important. And we just want to thank you for listening. And you all have a blessed day.
1: Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Noise Reduction Podcast, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guest speakers and guest companies are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL. Financial and Provident Oak Financial LLC. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All entities are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.